UFC is where we're at right now and coming up February 23rd next year. It's where our next guest, Paul Felder, is going to be with Dan the Hangman Hooker. It should be fireworks. Will it be fireworks, Mr. Felder? You're looking forward to this one and welcome to the show. Oh, man, I'm so looking forward to this one. I've been chasing a main event for a really long time. And uh, Dan Hooker is obviously a guy I've had on my radar ever since he called me out um, way back, I guess, a year or so ago. Uh, I already had a fight scheduled at that time, but you know he's gone on a tear since then. I've gone on a tear, so it's, it's time we meet. Both won at five rounds, and we want to move up these rankings, but we got to get through each other first. And the, the way we fight, man, there's no way that this is going to be a boring fight. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, well, I was talking um, with the Hangman last week, and he was so pumped that he was finally going five. He was he was almost pleading for it. Three rounds is not enough. It's a bit of uh, masochism going on with you guys. What is it about five rounds that does it for you? Because, well, you all know how brutal the event is. It's a long time in the, in the uh, octagon. Yeah, well, you know, when you're fighting five rounds, I think you're kind of proven to the brass, you know, to Dana White and these guys. And I feel like for some reason it seems like Dana didn't want to give me this opportunity. I don't know if he was reluctant to give Dan this opportunity, but to fight five rounds, I think we're proving ourselves that we belong in the top five, that we should be fighting main events and we should be getting closer to that title shot. And title shot's obviously going to be five rounds. So I think we're all itching to get in there and at least test ourselves over the course of 25 minutes. So when that time comes, you know – where you stand, you know, going five rounds before you face somebody like Habib or whoever wins that that fight with him and Tony. You know, you want to kind of prepare yourself to go the distance just in case it has to happen. So this is the perfect opportunity for me and Hooker to to show the the UFC brass that you know we belong in that top three, top five. Styles make fights. Tell us about yours compared to Dan and uh, where you guys differ, and maybe where you would actually uh, blank each other out. Well, I think we're both really good strikers, but in a very different way. You know, I'm very forward pressure, get in your face, clinch you up, elbows, knees, whereas Dan really likes to stay on the outside, use his timing. He's not, I don't think, I think I'm a lot faster than him, but I think he's got really good timing. Um, I don't see this being a boring wrestling match. I don't think either one of us are going to lay on each other. If this fight goes to the ground, there's still going to be striking. You're going to see elbows. But I just think that my pressure and my ability to take damage and move forward and stay in your face over the course of 25 minutes is going to break him. You talk about taking damage, and, and we know uh, how much uh, the hangman can take. I mean, that, that fight up against Bob Boza uh, last time we went down was, wow, he, he could definitely take a punch. To, uh, that open your eyes up to what he's actually capable of, of, of taking? Yeah, I, I agree. He can take a shot. But what happened in that fight was he got finished, and I've gone six rounds with Edson Barboza. Is that the end of the story then? That's the end of the story right there. <laughs> he said that he can't wait to smash your face in. Is that fun trash talk, or is there something sinister in that, do you think? I think he's just trying to hype this fight. I, I've seen Dan Hooker. I've talked to him backstage. I've talked to him in the octagon. He said it would be a pleasure if you give me this fight, and now all of a sudden he's telling me he's going to smash my face in. It just doesn't seem like him. But listen, that, that stuff doesn't bother me. I've been in this sport too damn long for somebody to tell me they're going to smash my face. Of course you're going to try to smash my face, and it's a fist fight. <laughs> I'm going to try to smash yours too, so we'll see which one gets it done first. Well, what do you think about the home advantage? Is there even such a thing as a home advantage when you're in the octagon pool? I think there's a home disadvantage more than there's an advantage. Now, everybody's different, right? So he might get hyped up in a better way. We've seen guys fight home and do really well. We've seen guys fight at home and get smashed. It, it, once we're in that cage, you know, I know it's cliched. We've said it all. It's just two guys in there. But I really do think that at the end of the day, it's just two top athletes competing against each other. And the crowd's just going to be going nuts for everything once we're in there. I feel like especially the New Zealand fans, they're obviously going to be rooting for Dan. It's his hometown. But 
I feel like with my style and the way I handle myself, I think they're just as excited for me to be the guy that he's got to face. So they're just going to go bananas no matter what's going on in there. So I'm just excited to fight in front of this crowd. I cannot wait to come back over here in February and go five rounds. I mean, I think this place is going to be just, you know, exploding with two guys like me and Hooker who are just going to stand toe-to-toe. And, you know, the better man's going to walk out, and I just I, I can't wait for the opportunity. Are you the type of fighter, Paul Felder, that when you look back at your, at your last defeat, you spend more time mulling over that than what? You had five out of six last victories. You, you're more specific on, on your losses as opposed to your victories? You know, normally I would be if it was, you know, something that was a technical problem that I had or, or, or something like that. But since I, you know, I moved up a weight class, fought Mike Perry, who's a savage. I broke my forearm. So that was one of those losses that I kind of let, you know, go by the wayside because there's nothing I can do. Once you break your right hand, I mean, you know, that's one of my main weapons as an orthodox fighter is, is my right arm. And uh, once that got taken out, it was kind of survival mode. And I still went to a split decision with that crazy son of a bitch. So, you know, I, I don't I don't try to dwell on that one too much. The uh, fight game has uh, grown exponentially over here in New Zealand uh, because we've got a number of very, very promising fighters, very good fighters. Of course, the guy that stands above all at the moment is uh, Israel Adesanya. He's become a global phenomenon. What, what, what's your take on, on what Israel has, has brought to the fight game? I mean, he's incredible. He, I, you know, I was watching him in his kickboxing days, and I had friends hitting me up saying that I had to watch this guy's style bender and check him out. So I, I, I've been a fan of his for a while. I know I'm fighting his, you know, his homeboy, but uh, that doesn't change that I respect him and think that he's a great champion. I think he's only going to get better. So he's just, uh, he's a freak, man. He's a freak. Volkanovski coming up this weekend along with Kaikar France. You got a tip on either of those two scraps for us, Paul? Which one? Um, uh, Volkanovski or Kaikar France. They're both fighting this weekend. Yeah, well, the Volkanovski fight, I mean, I I love that fight. That guy, talk about a tough, hard-nosed dude, uh, He's got a, a big matchup ahead of him, though. I mean, Max is such a big featherweight, and he's got such good timing. But if there's a guy that can do it the way he closes distance and moves in, um, I'll be watching. I'll be there. I think I'm going to fly out to Vegas just to watch that one, to be honest with you. Oh, man, I wish I could do that. It's so easy. Hey, good luck, safety on your travels. I'm looking forward to seeing you back in the octagon come February the 23rd. May the best man win 7B6. It's going to be a lightweight beatdown. Looking forward to it. Paul Felder, thanks for your time today. Hey, thank you for the time, man. I appreciate it.